smell like bitch in here. <laughs> it was great until you walked in. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody out there? Welcome back to Thwack Jack Productions. This is a new episode of the Super Thwack Podcast. Episode, episode 28. 28. Yes, I am Anthony You're supposed to say it again. Say what again? 28. Oh, fuck. I was like, I'm so confused. Alright, so, uh... We took, I can't remember, did we take a week off? I think we took a week off. Yeah, I think it was a week. It's been a long two weeks for me, so. I don't remember. So we went to <laughs> Vegas <laughs> to uh, help uh, one of my friends move out here, and uh, Damien was nice enough to come help me. Um, and we were going to film a bunch of stuff. We did film a lot of stuff of us walking around casinos and stuff. We might have to use that footage for, like, an end-of-year, like, compilation or something, because I wasn't enough to really, like, it make an episode of. Yeah, it wasn't... It didn't come together the way it should, we wanted it to. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot to do in um, COVID Vegas, so... Yeah. Uh, we did get to go to the new Raiders stadium, which Damien blew his load over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say it is a gorgeous fucking stadium, though. Yeah. Um, we had fun. We literally walked around for fucking like 10 hours, just walking around casinos, looking at shops and stuff we couldn't afford. And that was like fun on its own. Yeah. Like you really, really, I didn't have the urge to like gamble or do anything like that. We literally walked around, didn't gamble, didn't, didn't drink. We really didn't buy anything. Uh, I bought a couple things at, uh, the Harley Davidson stores, like memorabilia chips for my parents. Yeah. Um, other than that. I don't think I bought anything. Yeah. I bought a few things for, like, some of my family, but it well, wasn't yeah. really anything, like, expensive. Yeah, I got a souvenir for Kenneth, uh, my oldest son, and I got something for Ariana, but nothing wild. Um, overall, it was just, it was kind of relaxing. It was fun. Got a lot of laughs out of it, and yeah, it was just chill. Um, found out where I stand in society, though, like... Just going into the Caesar's Palace shops. Yeah, you really, yeah, you really uh, see where you land on that uh, social economic scale. There's a store on what is the second floor? Um, yeah, you have to have an appointment to go shop. And I know all the like, no one, no rich person is ever gonna listen to us, anyways. <laughs> but like, we would get fucking laughed at so hard by high society. I went on the website of this place. It's called Chrome Hearts. Um, all they sell on their website is, like, ten different perfumes, and one item, it's a fucking plunger. Yeah, it's a plunger with some some weird fucking, like, emblem medallion thing at the, at the end of it. Yeah, it looks cheaply made, first off. Yeah. But it's a thousand dollars. I still think it doubles as a sword. <laughs> if so, I didn't see anywhere where it would have <laughs> detached. It was fucking weird, dude. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion that there's more... That goes on in that place than just... 
like a store. It feels like an Illuminati eyes wide shut store. <laughs> it really does. It it seems creepy. The fucking uh, windows are all blacked out, yeah. so you can't see inside. We even asked a, a lady who worked at the store next to it. Is that what Brooks Brothers? Yeah, what that store was, and she said that it's like really weird. Yeah, that a lot of people don't even know what goes on in there. Yeah, and they have armed guards at the yeah. door all the time because like the cheapest thing in there is five hundred dollars. Yeah. So, and then we went into a art gallery where one painting went for $400,000. Yeah, it's just one artist. He has a whole, like, little, like, store gallery dedicated to him, and yeah. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, crazy. Makes me wish I went to college just so I could, like, be like, ooh, what I did is art. Because, yeah. like, it seems like it's not art unless you went to college. And people could do, like, the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's the same exact thing <laughs> as someone who went to... It's like, ooh, I splashed paint on the wall. This has... Well, you know, you don't have a degree, so... This says something about Five society. Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. It, and it, then that was... fucking uh, watch store. Oh, $27,000 for the cheapest watch. Yes. Or for the most expensive watch yeah. in the store. Some dude, the day before we went, I guess, spent like 25000 on a watch. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, it's not like Mayweather levels of watches, but it's still fucking ridiculous because yeah. Mayweather it, goes and buys like a $400,000 watch before a fight yeah but that, yeah it's like a new car yeah the dude people are insane with the way they spend money yep we went into a shop I remember it was called uh, Psycho Bunny yeah or something like that went in I had never been more disrespected in my <laughs> entire life I walked in I looked at this polo shirt I was like oh this is kind of cool like I'd never wear a polo anyways but I looked at the price tag it said 95 bucks and I the people who worked there, like, never said hi to us, but they saw me look at the tag, and I looked up, and they were sitting there laughing at me because they could see my eyes get all big and yeah. go, holy shit. And then as soon as we walked by them, this fucking, like, rich family walks, and they're like, oh, hi, how are you? I was like, fuck you both. Yep. It was, uh, other than that, though, it was a blast. Yeah. It was fun. It was just, really made me feel where I fall on the economic ladder yeah um but so we came back and we were gonna film a podcast on the way inside of the u-haul truck but the engine was way louder than we thought it would be yeah there was no insulation whatsoever the road noise plus the engine didn't really make for a good uh recording situation yeah it was fun otherwise too though because there was we were listening to stand-up comedy specials and i i by the time I got home, I had lost my voice from all the fucking, like, screaming we were doing in the truck. Yeah. Uh, just jamming to music. Um, but, yeah, no, so got back, finished out my vacation, and then sadly had to go back to work, and now here we are. Yeah, I had to go back to work Go back to work the next morning. Yeah, we got back on, was it Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday night. I got to my house, like, 1130-ish. Yeah. And I didn't and, fall asleep till like, 1. And you had to go to work at 5 o'clock yeah. in the morning. I was so, so bad. fucked up that I thought it was Tuesday, <laughs> which is my Monday. Yeah, I thought, oh. I, thought I thought it was Tuesday. I was screwed my whole fucking like, few days up. <laughs> well, the nice thing is you go to work and you're like, oh, shit, I only have two yeah. more days of this. But it was the longest two days of I my know. life. <laughs> oh, the, those short work weeks are a nightmare. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, because you, you feel like, oh, yay. Like, this should be shorter. Like, this will be nice. Yeah. It'll go by fast, but it never fucking does. Nope. Yeah, I should have asked for that whole week off. Didn't think about it. Yeah. It happens. Next time we go do something, we'll plan it out a little bit better. Yeah. Hopefully, 
COVID won't be around anymore at that time. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's not seeming that way. Um, so here, here's where I'll start. Uh, Borat 2 came out this past Friday. Yes. It's the first thing that I've watched that has been directly affected by COVID, but they twisted it. Like they, they, you could tell they had an original plan of where they were going to go, but as soon as COVID hit in real life, they had to redirect. And they did a pretty good job of like smoothly mapping out where they were going to go from there. Like okay. they, they made it a central part of the story at that mm. point. Um, there are some scenes in there. Like I love the first one. I yeah. thought it was funny as hell. I mean, it's still a huge part of our culture because you have people that we grew up that still say my wife and yeah, very nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> and then like, Oh, it, it became the most memeable show before memes were a thing. Yeah. Um, and like they even work in the fact that like, he's pretty much a giant celebrity over here now. So he, it's Sasha Baron Cohen disguised as Borat, disguised as another person for most of the movie because he has to try to get past people. Because well, that's what I was wondering how that would work because like yeah. everyone knows who he is. And well, in the first five minutes, it shows people chasing him down the street, being like, "Dude," he's like, "I'll give you a dollar for a fucking autograph." Like, just <laughs> give me an autograph. He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not Borat." Like, just trying to go away from him. It's actually pretty funny, but like they worked that into the storyline too, which is, I was confused. I was like, there's no way he would ever be able to do another thing yeah. as Borat because it's too obvious. But they did it. Yeah. Um, and I was assuming a few months ago that they were filming something for another Borat because Sasha Baron Cohen was filmed on stage at this like huge, like, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a Trump rally, but it was like an anti-mask rally. Essentially. Uh, uh, they have those now. Yeah. And he, he's singing a song and then that scene is actually in the movie. Nice. But people had like film of the song and everything. And so I was worried it was going to ruin the movie. The way the movie ends. And I, I won't say how or what, I'll just say who, um, is involved. It's Rudy Giuliani. The fact that he, um, never got kicked out of office for what happened blows my mind. Nice. Makes me excited to watch it. Yeah, like, and we'll talk a bit more about it after you watch it because yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you. Fuck everybody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's genuinely shocking at certain points. There's a, another scene in a synagogue that probably one of the more cringy things I've seen in the last five years. Okay. Like, it, it was hard to watch. Um, other than that, it was funny. I do think the first one is slightly better. Okay. Uh, just because it's, like, more balls to the wall. sure it's hard to top, like, stuff like that, though. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they did a very good job of not, like... They, they weren't trying to do better, I think. They were just trying to continue off of it and make something fun out of it. Okay. It wasn't like... Oh, this is better than the first one. Like, it was just like, I don't know. It was a very, everything Sasha Baron Cohen has done, especially after that, has been very meta, except for Bruno. <laughs> Bruno was pretty awful. I didn't even see that. Bruno is a white German gay version of Borat. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
I'll watch that with you sometime too. <laughs> it gets fucking uncomfortable too. Nice. Um, but yeah, so definitely if you get a chance, uh, watch that. It hits a different way because of the current like it's like super timely. Yeah. I would assume. It, well, yeah, dude. Like the last scene was filmed in like June. Shit. <laughs> so, or, actually, even later than that. But yeah, it's nuts. Um, so going from there, we have uh, Kanye West was on Joe Rogan's podcast. This dude is batshit insane. He's clearly lost it. I mean, you can, you've, it's been a while since we realized that, but he clearly never gets any help Yeah, mentally. Um, he goes on these huge Twitter rants about random shit. And I think his latest rant was he posted like multiple pictures of all his like of all his record contracts, which he spoke about on the. Oh, did podcast? he speak about it? Yes. Okay, yeah. And there's some like pretty crazy shit involved with that. He was talking basically about how uh, record companies rape artists. He says he actually loses money on every record deal he gets, even though he sells crazy albums. Yeah. He, he literally he said he said for my clothing and everything I make he's like I my yearly budget is about three hundred million what comes in every year. He's like, yet somehow I'm still $52 million in debt because of all this music shit. He's like, I lose money on music. He's $52 million in debt? At one point he was. I don't know if he still is, but he said that in the interview. Wow. Yeah. And that's with a billionaire wife. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, he, dude, I don't know. There's something. I used to have a lot of respect for him back during like college dropout and yeah. shit like that. I loved him. Um. I genuinely just think he needs help. He really does. It, it's it's very sad. Yeah. Um, he also spoke on like the reasons he was wanting to run for politics, and his explanation was he felt like he was chosen by God to uh, run the free world. So his exact... basically, what Trump has said, or what people have said about Trump. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think he could physically handle it because he can't handle his own mental health. Yeah, That would be a disaster. I think, it would never happen, but it would be a disaster. I think that would be the nail in his coffin, personally. Yeah. I think he would... That would be the nail in our coffin. I feel like people would jump on him and try to take him out of office before it would really affect us, honestly. Yeah. Because it would... Yeah, it would... No. Yeah. <laughs> we, we would have a... Socio. Well, I'll be honest. I think all politicians are sociopaths, but he's on a different level because he literally has been out loud by saying he thinks he's like God. Definitely narcissistic. Yes. And he calls himself a visionary. He calls himself a genius. It's just uncomfortable. Like, there's a moment where somehow he blew Joe Rogan's mind about the whole fucking George Lucas essentially naming the lead character in Star Wars after himself because Lucas and Luke. Yeah, which I never got that until... <laughs> and I was sitting here talking shit, and then I felt all bad, because you're like, yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, like, he he tried to make it sound like George Lucas has this giant... Or, like, generally, people are always after their own interest and um, have giant egos, and that's why he named the lead character. And I don't think that was the case at all with that. Not with that, especially because of the fact that at one point... Luke Skywalker was supposed to be Starkiller. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite things to find out after playing uh, The Force. Force Unleashed. Yep. I didn't know that until probably a couple years after The Force Unleashed. Yeah, I didn't know that until 
probably when the Force Awakens came out. Yeah, around that time. That's when I started like finding YouTube channels dedicated to Star Wars and yeah, me watching too. them. Mm. And that's the only reason I ever found out. Um, and you got to see some of the like artwork that they originally mm. had planned for him. And, yeah, like uh, original original uh, pics of like strips and stuff like that. Too. Yeah, stuff like that is really cool. And then also uh, Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar. Which I don't think we ever really got to see in the movies. Uh, you see it in Rogue One. Oh, uh, okay. I have to go back and watch that. Cause yeah. I was, it looks really badass. I was halfway in, halfway out on that. that I would love to go back and watch that. That's a good movie. I like it. I will say that uh, that end scene with Darth Vader in that movie is fucking beast. It's almost like a horror movie. It's so badass, yeah. though. It's like balls to the walls, like like slaughter. Yeah, you can tell like how serious it is because of like how those... Uh, like, soldiers are, like, reacting to it. Like, yeah. they're, like, screaming, like... And it's crazy because it. that is literally something that ties directly into the first shot you ever get in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it leads right into it, which is cool. That's Wait, what's cool about it. It's bananas, but, yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, so... Can't really go too much into Kanye's thing, just because, like... More than anything, I think what I wanted to say with that is... I just... I really hope this dude gets help one day. I really hope it happens, but I don't think it'll ever happen, which is sad. Yeah. I mean, there was a point where Kim was trying to get him help, and he threatened divorce and all this other shit. So, like, I, I don't see him ever getting help. I just pray it doesn't really affect the people around him too much, even though I really... Especially his kids. Yeah. The kids are the biggest thing. I really give two shits about celebrities. Yeah. But when you bring kids into this world, it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, After that, we have... Quibi. Yeah, you can speak on this. Yes. So, Quibi is a, or <laughs> Quibi was a streaming service, basically, uh, was intended for people who had a couple of minutes to spare here and there where uh, they could watch like an eight minute, mo- eight minute TV, TV show, basically. Um, they blew crazy amounts of money, like uh, almost two billion. So, did they make their own? Shows? Yes. Oh, Everything okay. was original. Okay. Uh, they didn't own any of the shows, though. Oh. They licensed them, or they paid people to create shows, and then gave them ownership rights that would basically revert to them after a couple of years of it being on Quibi. Okay. After that, uh, the creators could pretty much shop it around and do whatever they wanted with it. Mm. First mistake. Uh, second mistake is they handed hundreds of millions to these shows to get big name actors like Anna Kendrick, like Kevin Hart, like I don't know if we would still consider him a big actor, but uh John Travolta. <laughs> um, <laughs> big name. Yeah. They even uh bought the rights to produce a new version of uh Reno nine one one that was honestly probably the biggest buying point for Quibi when it first started. Um but they went about $1.75 billion into debt getting this started. Huh. And then this week, they announced that they were officially pulling the plug on it, and it's going to end in December. Wow. Uh, primarily due to the reason that they only... So, at their highest point, I think they had 330,000-ish subscribers, and most all of those were on a, like three-month free membership. Wow. Uh, and then after the three-month free membership ran out, their numbers went down to 73,000. 
and never went back up. Yeah. So they were like, they tried to blame it on COVID at first. And then they were like, oh, it's just not right, not the right time. And then it was, you know, we're just going to take the L because it's just clearly not something people are into right now. Yeah. So I was never interested in it. It's literally. So I, I was listening to Kevin Smith on the new uh, podcast that released, I think, yesterday. And he had a great point or he or Mark, I can't remember which one had a great point where they basically said. If. YouTube Red wasn't able to make Cobra Kai a thing, yeah. and it had to be bought by Netflix to be successful. What in the world would make Quibi think they could do it? It's literally like YouTube Premium, but like or YouTube Red or whatever it was. Yeah. called. But you, I think YouTube Red lasted longer than Quibi did. It was six months. Yeah, because I was surprised. It's um, because I just started watching Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was a, it was a Netflix show now. Because mm-hmm. I remember it came out on YouTube Red. Yeah, they did so. the first two two seasons. Yeah. On YouTube, Red. And now, is season three already out? No, it's not out yet. Okay. But I know it's in production. Yeah. Through Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, a, is a, probably a good idea to begin with. Yeah. No, and I honestly think that's probably the right place for it, especially because it'll get more more eyes on it. That it's a really good show so far. I'm, I if it just finished yeah. the first season. Well, I, do, I know a lot of people that are, like, fanatics about it. It's a really good show. Because it's well-written. It's It brings the two original actors back. Yeah. And um, it's not, like... One of those things where they rely on, like, super, like, super fan service. Yeah. And it's, it's feels like a good show on its own. I will say, though, I don't think this would have ever come into play if it wasn't for How I Met Your Mother. Really? Yes. Because they brought back Ralph Macchio and the blonde dude. The, yep. uh Johnny. Yeah. To do a couple episodes in How I Met Your Mother. Really? I think fucking the dude that plays Johnny is actually a groomsman. In uh, Neil Patrick Harris's wedding in the TV show. Oh, okay. Uh, but I know he was part of his uh, bachelor party too. Okay. And that's where they get introduced. And like Neil Patrick Harris is convinced that Johnny was the good guy, <laughs> and uh, Ralph Macchio's character was the bad guy. Uh, like so, it, it's very funny. It's very well played, and I think it brought it back into consciousness. Where I think it got the ball rolling on. Yeah, that. that and then the dude who plays Johnny. I was watching an interview with him, and he said he was talking about how. He and somebody else brought the show to production companies mm-hmm. to stop trying to get it made. So they were trying to make it. The actors, oh, nice. so, yeah. Hell yeah! No, that's awesome. And like, I just, I, I really, I don't know why. I think that brought it back into people's minds enough to where people started going back and watching it. And you could see the collective like light bulbs kind of go off in people's heads because it wasn't too too long after that that they were like, okay, we're gonna do a Cobra Kai yeah. show. Or either that or it was just, it was perfectly right around the time that I was binging How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so Quibi definitely dropped the ball. They didn't get their Cobra Kai, because even when it was on YouTube, I heard people being like, dude, this is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to pay for YouTube Red. Yeah. But in, even then, I found people that would pay for YouTube Red. I n- never have met a person that subscribed to Quibi. Me either, honestly. It's, there's like probably you, a lot of people that don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah, well, you, when I brought it up to you, you were all, what? Yeah. <laughs> what's, like, like, you heard Quibi got canceled, right? And you're like, what's Quibi? Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to, like, remind you what it was, because it's forgettable as shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I've heard of it before, but yeah. it's not something that's, I don't know. Yeah. The, the idea of it is more memorable than the actual subscription yeah. service itself, because it seems like a bad idea. 
It just doesn't. The way they have it structured like that, yeah. yeah. Well, and the worst part of it was, like, when it first launched, they wouldn't even let it be, like, streamed to TVs. Mm-hmm. It was only for your phone. So people got pissed and started canceling off the bat because uh. of that. Also, one thing that also hurt them is they wouldn't allow screenshots during viewing. Wow. So they had no user promotion. Like, oh, dude, look at what show I'm watching. Screenshot posted on your Facebook. Yeah. You can't get word of mouth. What is a screenshot going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if any of these shows get picked up. There's one that Kevin Smith talks about a lot that um, is produced by the Russo brothers. It's basically like history of comic books. I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's called Slugfest, actually. Okay. Um, I'm really interested in seeing how we'll be able to view it. Mm-hmm. And I only know about it because of Kevin Smith, and he did uh, voiceover work for it, narrating. Okay. So uh, I was kind of hoping to get to watch that, but hopefully it gets finds a new home where we can watch it fairly quick. Yeah. Um, and then going from there, something we can both talk about. Uh, you sent me the first pictures from the Uncharted uh, yeah. set. Yeah, and he looks... He's wearing the same clothes that he has in the video games. He and looks a little small still. Yeah, he look he looks younger than he is. That's yeah. for sure. Um, he it, it's comic accurate like attire. Yeah, it, it, like that's nice. I do agree with that. I think that's cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one thing people are complaining about is Mark Wahlberg doesn't have the mustache for Sully. Oh, he doesn't. No. I didn't see that picture. But at the same time, it could. They don't <clears throat> know if it was an onset shot. <clears throat> Sorry. Or uh, if it was like a in-between shooting where like it's a fucking peel-off mustache. And it's thing. crazy that he's in the movie because I remember back in the day when the rumors of the movie first went around. I think it was like during when the first game came out or maybe the second. Mark, <laughs> like, people wanted Mark Wahlberg to play yeah. Nathan Drake and well, Robert. He was attached to it for yeah, a while. Yeah, and then Robert De Niro to play Sully. I don't know how I'd feel about Robert De Niro playing Sully. Like, I don't, he just feels, he felt too old for me to meet the parents for that role. Yeah, but it would have been cool. Yeah. But now, like, obviously it won't happen, but... Yeah. Well, I just couldn't... I don't think I could see Robert De Niro doing any action scenes. That's the only thing that draws me away from that idea. Yeah. If you want to do that, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, the closest thing I could maybe think of would be like a... uh, Why can't I think of his name? The dude who plays Walter White. Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yes. Uh, just And it's just because I've seen him pull off a mustache before. <laughs> yeah. He would have um, good. Yeah. And, like, he's a great dramatic actor. It's crazy that he was almost a nobody before Malcolm in the Middle. Yep. I think he had one big role before that, but he didn't blow up from it. Yeah. Um. But just in general, I, uh, I, I'm excited for that. The movie, I'm not going to jump all the way in, but I mean, it has a great cast. It has a better cast than any, I can't say any, than most video game related uh, movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, until there's actual proof of any video game movie being like good critically, I'm not going to like get too hyped for it. Sonic was good critically. Yeah, I'm talking about like good though, like... 
unanimously good. Like, like, st- like, like Assassin's Creed should have been epic. Okay, so I was going to say, Assassin's Creed had a fantastic cast. Yeah, that should have been epic. A God of War movie, in theory, would be epic. Oh, especially depending on who you get. I will yeah. say this, though. Fuck that Assassin's Creed movie. Well, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I love Assassin's Creed. I didn't even Creed. bother watching the fucking thing. I literally have that... Like, I know I used to say this all the time about superheroes and shit, but, like, Assassin's Creed was one of the first tattoos I got because I was balls <laughs> deep in love with those games. Yeah. I still am. That movie changed so much shit that it just... Yeah. It made me almost fall asleep in the movies. It looked like an early 2000s fucking movie, almost. The way, like, I don't know, the way it seemed when I watched trailers and shit like that. It made me feel like I was watching Daredevil again. Yeah. Like, that, like it, that's what it brought that me back realm. To. Yeah. Yeah. It brought me back to that because it was like them switching the animus was the first thing that I was just like, dude, this is no, fucking no. <laughs> garbage. I was like, you're supposed to fucking lay down on a machine. I don't want you jumping up and down. Yeah. The nice thing was, though, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins came out somewhat shortly after that, mm-hmm. and they explained it. In the game? Yes, to where they were like, oh, it was a bad idea from so-and-so that was trying to see if we could work on a new Animus machine, but we've thrown it away since, because, like, basically calling it garbage. And I was like, They okay. called out the movie, yeah. basically. I was like, I respect you for that, at least. <laughs> um, I was excited, because Michael Fass- Fassbender's a badass actor. Yeah, like, like I say, in theory, that should yeah. have been a fucking, like, three-hour-long fucking, like... With Jeremy Irons is a villain. Movie. You haven't seen a good Jeremy Irons villain since fucking The Lion King. Yep. With Scar. Yep. Um... Yeah, just a train wreck. Yeah, I just wish that... I wish they would do another Assassin's Creed movie the right way, like 15 years from now. Yeah. Give us some time. Or get... You know, I don't think they really get people who are actually interested in that stuff anyway to make them. Well, Michael Fassbender was pretty publicly not a video game person, but he was interested in the idea of what like the modern day story was. Mm-hmm. Being able to visit like ancestor stuff, it through DNA, but he didn't give a shit about the video games. Yeah, which I think is not really good. Yeah, well, and he wrote most of the fucking script. That's why I was like excited. Up. I was excited. I was like, maybe he'll do his research. Like, no, Come that's on. what I was excited about. Um, I forgot who it was, and I don't know if it's still happening or not. But this director, I'd look it up. He was gonna direct a uh, Metal Gear Solid movie. And it was going to come out fairly soon, but this guy actually knew pretty much everything about Metal Gear Solid. Okay. But I don't know what happened with that or if it's still happening. I'll have to look it up. Uh, It's sad, because I think the highest grossing video game movie franchise is Resident Evil. Yeah, as a franchise, yeah. And I think the first one was decent. I love the first one, because this is very nostalgic for me. So is Apocalypse, the second one. That one? Nemesis. Yeah, okay. That one, too. Through Extinction is cool, which is the third one. It's cool, but that's like when they started. I think I've watched all of them. Yeah, I have too. Um, They don't get better. No, they don't. (laughs) The last one was kind of cool, but it wasn't wasn't what it should have been. No. I was surprised to see Ruby Rose die, like, in the first act. (laughs) Uh, Fuck, dude, she was in everything back when that came out. Because she was in John Wick the same year. John Wick 2, yeah. Or, yeah, John Wick 2. Um... And um, I think they're making a Resident Evil Netflix series now. Yes. Oh, they're making two. They're filming it right now. Making- there was a picture of it, like a set. Yes. That I saw. Uh, based on what I've seen, it follows the daughters of Albert Wesker. 
Yeah, and Leon's in it. And the dude who plays oh, really? Leon is, uh, have you seen Victorious? I'm really curious where you're going with this. You but know yes, the, I uh, the, the pretty boy that, that I think he dates the goth chick? Let me, I'm going to look it up real quick while you're talking. He's also it. in um, Zombieland 2. He's the hippie dude that picks up, uh, he lures that chick into that. No shit. Yeah, he's playing Leon. I forget his name. You should look up his name. Ah, let's see. So his name is uh, this guy, Avin. I think I'm saying it. Avin, is it Jogia? Yogia? Wow. Yeah, he's really? playing Leon. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I'm not married to the idea that characters have to be any race. So, like, cool. I'm yeah. happy with it. I just wish he was Asian. That would have been cool. It, Asian Leon. I see him. Uh, if any character was, it would probably be uh, Leon, honestly. Yeah. I was going to say Chris Redfield, but there's no fucking Chris way. Chris is a white, white guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's punching boulders and shit. That's insane, though. I would have never figured that. Yeah. Huh. I mean, when is this, this show supposed to come out? Because it's not listed on his IMDb yet. Yeah, I'm not too sure, honestly. Um, just because I know they were talking about two shows, one following the two daughters and then another completely separate show, but I don't yeah. know what it will be yet. Um, but yeah, so hopefully one day we get a video game accurate movie. Like I think my favorite, um, scene from a video game movie is doom. No, just the scene, not (laughs) not the movie where you're literally in Carl Urban's POV. I hated that shit. I loved it. It was so cheesy. I thought it was, it was cheesy, don't you (laughs) know, but I loved it because it was, like, actually, like, the first time in a video game movie where you, like, felt like it was something related to the video game. It wasn't yeah. just, like, this extra fucking stupid subplot they put in. Yeah. Where, like, I think they mixed uh, Doom 3 and some of the principles of the other ones yep. in that first one. At least it's not as bad as the newest one. Doom mm. Extinction or whatever oh, the fuck it's yeah. called. People hated that. I still won't watch it. I think it looks awful unless we have to watch it for a review or something. Yeah. In which case, I might have to get drunk for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, so going on from there. (laughs) uh, Is this the big one? Yeah, this is the big one. We talked when all this started. When we first started. About the idea of... The Snyder Cut. The release the Snyder Cut. Talk, yeah, and this right? was this was before it was even like when it wasn't even possible really. Yeah. At the like time. But like, it's never gonna happen. Honestly, I thought it would be less possible after COVID hit. Yeah. But and, alas. And then all of a sudden it they greenlit it. Yeah. Fine, cool, whatever. And Which I was excited for it. I was I was very excited. Yeah. You can go back and watch our podcast we did pretty much solely on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when the trailer came out for DC Fandom. Oh, dude. All yes. the way. Yeah. So excited. Um, it is not what was promised already, and the movie has not even out yet. Yeah, they're just, they're really taking advantage of the opportunity. Not in a good way either. No, not at all. Um, it's gotten worse over the time. So we've already discussed the fact that they were given another 70 million for this production which that was the first one it was like yeah yeah that was the first sign of uh, well like why 
they they want to go do a couple extra shots, which I'm like, okay, which that already, we're supposed to do. Yeah, which I'm like, that already technically makes it a lie though, because everything was quote unquote already filmed. They just needed to do post production, yeah, which should have been twenty million. Yeah, they added another fifty million for reshoots. Yeah, these reshoots all of a sudden, as of now, involve. Jared Leto's Joker. Yep. <laughs> and Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, they're really, um... I'm, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Cause I don't know if I'm as excited to see it. I feel like it's going to be a train wreck. There's going to be so much unneeded stuff just stuffed in there, I think. And the sad thing is, no matter what we say, we're still going to watch it. Yeah, we're still going to watch it. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's it'll be fucking excellent. I don't know. Do you think... So, here's my thing. Do you think Zack Snyder could redeem Jared Leto's Joker? No. Because <laughs> he's going to do exactly the same fucking thing. He's not going to do anything different. I mean, you can't really do anything different because then it'll be, it'll be weird too. Do you also realize this makes Jared Leto's Joker the only Joker to show up more than once in a movie? Oh shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking every other fucking supervillain almost has showed up more than the Joker, like by one actor. In multiple movies. Yeah. yeah. Get fucking Liam Neeson in two movies as Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. You've had Harley Quinn show up in two, three movies now? Two. Two? Right. Will be three in yeah. the new Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um,. Dude, like, uh, I don't think Catwoman's ever stretched out more than one movie. No, separate movies. But. Yeah, Penguin hasn't stretched out more than one movie. Yeah. Riddler hasn't. Riddler has only been done once so far. Two Face has been done. Twice. Uh, Technic? Uh, I don't know. Different actors. So I, I do have a quick question on that though. <sighs> it's actually technically been three different actors. I can't remember which movie it was in, because... Three. Yes. In movies? I'll, yes. I'll, I'll explain it in just a minute, I promise. You... Oh, I know what you mean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I get it, I um, If that counts. If that counts. So, well, I'll just say it's Billy D. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> he... What movie was that in? Was that Val Kilmer? That Kil wasn't the first... That wasn't that. Val Kilmer. No, it was Michael Keaton. So, yeah. But was it the first two Michael Keaton movies, or just one of them? Wasn't it just the first one? I can't fucking remember. It was the second one. Okay. Yeah. Because he signed on thinking he would be Two-Face. At some point. At some point, which he was going to be. And then after everything got shuffled around, here comes Tommy Lee. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. And so, yeah, so no one... Villains don't really have the greatest stretch in the Batman universe. Oh. I, I can't think of too many supervillains that have stuck around except for, like, MCU. Which I feel like in the new Batman movie, those those villains are set up to span the whole time, I think. Yes. Um, where you'll be able to see the development of a penguin. As far as we know. Yeah. Since whoever fucking comes out. <laughs> Dude, let's not even get into that. Okay. We'll, we'll touch that in a second. I just don't want to cry tonight, all right? Yeah. I'm already going to cry myself to sleep after that stupid fucking chip challenge we did. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, so just just as a side note, real quick, we did a film challenge or a chip challenge right before this, and 
I feel miserable still. Like, I, I just, I feel kind of weak. Definitely drains you, and I only had a little bit of it. Yeah, I, that was one of the roughest things I think I've ever done in my life. I almost puked. Yeah. Do Like, dude. I got to go out in the snow. Yeah, to cool down. Didn't even feel it. No, I, I had to go out to cool down, and, like, I finally felt my body was at a normal temperature. I was sweating balls, dude. Yeah. Like, that was bad. Um, So, yeah, back to the... Snyder cut. I, I will say I'm kind of excited for Deathstroke. Yeah, I'm, well, that's just, like a, I'm a little bit excited for it to see what we what we could have got. Well, especially because of the fact that I've seen Joe Manganiello's haircut, mm-hmm. and it already looks better than what we saw in the original Justice League. It doesn't look like spray on fucking gray. It's like cosplay. Yeah. At Comic-Con? It, it looks like a legit thing now. Like, do it literally looked like they sprayed, like, the colored hairspray into his hair for the fucking Justice League. Yeah, it looked bad. It looked fake as shit. Um, it took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Already I'm excited, more excited. Especially because it's not the original scene that was sh- uh, shot when it was Zack Snyder's thing, the post-credit shot, which... I'm still excited to see that. Hope they don't change that at all. Yeah. But I'm really overall just worried about how much is going to change. Right. Um, Do you think there's anything that he's doing that has been confirmed? Like, Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill are not coming back for reshoots. Yeah, So said that already. That being said... Do you think there's anything that's going to make this live up to the promise that he made? I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm at, I think Doomsday will be worth seeing. Ooh. Oh, you mean... Uh, Not Doomsday. Dark Side. Dark Side, yeah. yes. I mean, yes, but they already kind of showed it to us, and it kind of looks trashy. You thought it looked trashy? I, thought it looked I didn't cool. think it looked as good as it could have or should have. But it's also early on in post. And so maybe they added more to them. Yeah. I, either way, I'm excited to see Darkseid on the screen. Yeah. I just don't think it looks as good as shitty comparison, but Thanos. I see what you mean. Because it, if you want to compare it, it looks like... Uh, the original version of Thanos we got at the end of the Avengers. Ah, okay. I can see that. Before it had a big name actor tied behind it. Yeah. Because they had Damien Poitier as uh, Thanos the first time. Did they still have Josh Brolin as the voice, though? Nope. Oh, shit. Yep. They recast him in Guardians? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, he actually had, like, defined facial features, and he didn't look like a person out of a book like yeah it, it looked like an actual person with good cgi yeah like they you can tell the difference of the way cgi went from what was it 2010 12, 2012 12. that we got avengers mm-hmm. to even just guardians of the galaxy which shows a 14 yeah so like it is bananas how much technology changed in that amount of time yeah um and then you come to now and you're like i shouldn't end up with a steppenwolf that looked like it did in the justice league movie I also hope Stephen Wolf looks better than he did in that. Based Justice on what League. we saw in the uh, 
trailer, yeah. he looks kind of cool. He looked more like um, what you saw from the deleted scene. He doesn't in, have a human face. Yeah. He looked more like what you saw from the deleted scene in the original Batman yeah. Superman. Yeah. Um, all I can say is I hope things go well. Don't have a whole lot of faith. Yeah, and even not, even if not, it's kind of cool that we just have it anyway. Yeah. That it exists. It's yeah. kind of cool. Um, just moving on from this, just because uh, I don't know how much we can really stretch out on the Justice League other than what we've already said, just because our opinions can only go so far <laughs> on that. Um, but another... Depressing thing is, I don't know if we've talked about this already or not, but the Batman has now been delayed till 2022. For we now. haven't talked about this yet. We haven't? I don't think. What was the last podcast about? Top 10 favorite movies. Oh, yeah, sorry, so we did not. We might, I don't know. Unless we did it on the one before. I don't, it feels like forever. If we ago. did, we're going to fucking say it again. Yeah, and we'll probably talk about it a couple more times because, like, this is, this is my life for the next two years. Just wallowing in my own self-pity because I can't see Robert Pattinson's Batman. Um, Fucking March. I know. (laughs) Um, 2022 now. Because Dune got pushed to To October 1st, 2021, which is Batman's date. Like you couldn't have fucking moved it to December? Yeah. Why couldn't it come after Batman? Yeah, like November, December, which yeah. is fine, because that's like prime Oscars. And time even then, anyway. it was supposed to come out this year. Why don't you move it to your next open slot? Yeah, well, they're gonna they're gonna want that movie to come out at the end of a year because of Oscars, which could have been November. Just delay it a year then. Yeah, because it was gonna come out around Christmas, which now is apparently Wonder Woman. Which as soon as that gets delayed, it's gonna move fucking Dune back again. And then it's going to move back. Fuck, I'm sorry. You know what would be funny <laughs> if Dune moved from October next year, but they don't move Batman back? No, they'll probably move Wonder Woman to October of next year. And then fucking Dune to Batman's date. And then <laughs> Batman to October 1st of 2022. And then after that, it'll be October 2023. Don't! No, I'm not doing this. I will fucking go into the Warner Brothers lot and steal the footage at that point. Fuck that noise, dude. Oh, let's just hope it stays how it is. It's bad enough. But where I was kind of going with this before I got really depressed was I saw a news article this week that basically confirms that the Batman is set in present day. Okay. Because a taxi cab that had the words Gotham written on it on set had a tag on it that said uh, expires in 19. Okay, which I figured it was going to be because in the, in the trailer there's that, that scene where they're at the funeral and that SUV pops in. Mm-hmm. That's a newer SUV. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, it, which is weird because the cop cars are like... I, I really am wondering if that was a flashback scene. The funeral? I mean, no, the, the, the conference outside? No. the That's where the police vehicles were shown in the conference. A lot of police places don't actually have but big enough budget to get the new cars. Like, I'm sure New York still has a lot of those old Gotham's fucking Porsche. That makes sense. So, there's that, and then there's also the fact that you could probably say that a lot of those cars are also just probably doubling as old cars, too. Sure. So, that way they don't have to inflate their budget by that much more. Yeah. Uh, making stuff time accurate. Right. I don't want another... Um, 
origin story, which we've already been confirmed that we're not getting. Yeah, which everyone knows the fucking origin. Yes. It, treat it the same way you did uh, with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah. The cool thing about this is year two of him being Batman. Yes. So. But I am curious. If you had to cast Robert Pattinson's parents as Bruce and Martha, who would you cast as his parents? I know it's a drop-on-the-spot question, but... Hugh Jackman. Okay! As, uh... Thomas, uh, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. And for Martha... <laughs> Fuck that name, dude. Martha! <laughs> Martha! And, well, and dude, I, I... Amy Adams. I don't know, she's already... No, uh, I was gonna say, please don't. Never mind. I honestly don't like her. I don't know... Like, I, like, oh, I, shit! Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman. You want fucking Australians to be a fucking British dude's parents? They're not British. I mean, Robert Pattinson. Well, in in the context of the movie. I I know, I get it. Um, It would be excellent. But she's already an Aquaman, too. Oh, shit, she is. So I couldn't do that. So Hugh Jackman. Fuck, all the good actresses ready in the fucking universe. (laughs) Oh, man. That is rough. Because should she be blonde? You don't have to be, I don't think. Because I'm not going to lie. I was very happy with the casting they did for Batman vs. Superman. That was excellent casting. Fucking uh, the chick uh, plays Maggie. uh, uh, Cohen. Yeah, Uh, kind of a waste now. Yeah, sadly. But, I mean, those two, especially because they both came from The Walking Dead and I was big into it at the time. Yeah. Made me happy. And then also... (gasps) Kate Blanchett and oh. Hugh Jackman. Yes, sir. I'm not crazy about her, if I'm honest. I am. I mean, I, I, res- I respect your opinion, and I, I'll, I'll take it. Um, I don't know why. I just I didn't really like her as Hella either. I liked her as Hella. I loved that movie, but she was probably my least favorite part of it. I mean, villains in the MCU are, are kind of like, eh, anyway. She probably had one of the better backstories, though. It wasn't yeah. just, I'm a bad guy to be a bad guy. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. Other than that, though, so like what I was gonna say real quick before I give my opinion on who should be the parents, I was watch. I, I'll be honest, I watched Batman vs Superman again today, or at least the beginning of it yeah. uh, before I started working on the house. I didn't realize that they kind of put in that Martha line at the beginning during the uh, uh, origin. That like really cinematic. Oh when, yeah. When uh, I can't think of his fucking name now. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. He does the Martha. Oh yeah. And it was like super long. We're like, you should have honestly re- like looking back and watching it again. You should realize that that was going to come into play again for some reason. Like it just it was so like hung on to. Yeah. And like long winded. That's I I didn't mind that origin story part of the movie at all. I it was I think was it was a beautiful. It was a good opening. To yeah, that. it reminded me a lot of Watchmen opening. Yeah, it, like his opening shots for movies are fantastic. Which the opening of Watchmen is probably one of the probably the best opening yeah. of a superhero movie. Well, and they fucking uh, he uh, is it Owlman saves Bruce Wayne and his parents. Yeah, it's fucking it's kind of a trip. Yeah, um, but. So if I had to pick, uh, 
I mean, it, honestly, I should probably have had an answer by now, <laughs> but like, I, I, will, I will say Hugh Jackman is a fantastic pick, and I'll probably hang on to that because I can't think of anybody who would be a better pick because mm-hmm. no one really has like the stature that I think a Thomas Wayne should have. Yeah. Because it should be somewhat similar to whoever's playing their son. Yep. Um, the mother can kind of almost be all over the place. Yeah. Oh, and uh, how old should they be too? Well, if because if we we're talking about them being like in a flashback scene, mm-hmm. probably be like in their late thirties, early forties, maybe, or maybe even early thirties. Honestly, yeah, it could be early thirties. Well, Considering they're people who would have gone to college and would have waited for kids and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, probably, like, mid-30s-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. No. Fuck, I'm so tired of seeing news about the two of them. No, but... So, Hugh Jackman tired and... Of him. Yeah, I'm tired of him as well. Go Hugh Jackman and... I'll do Elizabeth Olsen. Just because I want to pick somebody out from... You You don't like Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen in general. I like her, but okay. I, don't, I can't see that. I can see ScarJo. Is that... Mm, that's a better pick. <laughs> okay, so we'll... we'll Hugh Jackman is called Janison. That's a power couple. Dude, could take over the world like that. You really could. That's the new Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yep. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say on this one? No. No? Okay, well then, uh, we'll cut it there, because, uh, news was kind of light this week, and don't get me wrong, we could have stretched a lot of this out a lot more than we did, but it gets really boring in certain spots, or we go on tangents that are completely unrelated, (laughs) so, um, uh, if you guys wouldn't mind just staying tuned for the next one, uh, Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, like us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure to leave a rating and uh, subscribe to both of those. And uh, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Yep. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Um, Anthony Stevens. Damien Leva. Peace. Peace. Peace.